This is Coffee at KYUK, conversation between friends and neighbors. Come in and have a cup. Joining us on the phone for coffee this morning is Paul Basil, K300 race manager. Speaking with him about this weekend's Bogus Creek 150 sled dog race is KYUK's Evan Erickson. Thank you, Paul, for uh, for joining us for coffee to get the word out before the um, Bogus 150 is about to kick off this weekend. I got Paul Basil here, K300 race manager, calling in from Anchorage, actually. Um, thanks for having me on the show, Evan. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, what, what can you tell us about the field for this year's Bogus? It was postponed, and people are wondering what it's going to look like um, being delayed and being coming after the big all the excitement of K300 weekend with the uh, Yak Dash and the K300, what's the field looking like? Yeah, well, at this time, registration is still open. Uh, we have 14 teams signed up. Um, I do anticipate a couple changes uh, between now and race time. Um, and, yeah, you know, uh, sort of as expected, um, circumstances have changed for a lot of kennels since uh, – well, almost four weeks ago now when we had intended uh, to have the Bogus Creek 150. Um, so we've had a couple teams that signed up in January uh, decide that they aren't able to race uh, this weekend, and then a few teams that didn't feel they were ready for a 150-mile race a month ago, um, they they do apparently feel they're ready now, and so we have a few teams uh, added to the, uh, the field uh, for the postponement. And so the original postponement was just the trail conditions just weren't there. It, it just wasn't a race that you could run, and people seem to be in full, have a full consensus there. But um, as we're recording this, it's actually above freezing, and it's getting and uh, turning into a slush land out there again. Are you concerned about the trail conditions, and are you, are is the race committee monitoring this uh, as it unfolds, right coming up to the race start here? Always, uh, you know, we're. Uh, in constant battle with uh, with the weather. Um, at this point, you know, uh, it doesn't look that it's going to be uh, anywhere near as bad as what we were faced with uh, a month ago. Um, that was a much more significant thaw, and um, yeah, there were there were numerous challenges to trying to put in a trail at that point. Um, so, yep. But you know, as I said, we we always continue to monitor things, and uh, if there's any change made um it, we always make that change with enough time before the race that teams that are traveling can change their plans well speaking of changes is there anything that's changed from last year's bogus creek 150 in terms of race route rules or any of that sort of thing yeah there's one small change to the route um and so the idea every year is that we use um the lower portion of the K300 race trail, uh, and fans uh, may recall that we had to modify the K300 tra- trail. Um, conditions in Little Bogus Creek uh, were were dangerous, and so the the race, rather than go up the Tuluksac River uh, and and uh, up Little Bogus Creek, um, the trail stays on the Cusco Quim past Tuluksac. Uh, and then goes into Big Bogus Creek, um, but from there goes it follows the the normal route, and the uh, Bogus Creek checkpoint will be in the usual place. So, 
do you think we're looking at kind of opposite conditions almost to the bitter cold, super fast, hard packed ice trails of the K300 weekend and, and what we're going to see for the bogus Creek 150 here? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly looking like it could be uh, the extreme uh, opposite. But, you know, yeah, I mean, the forecast is for uh, temperatures in the high teens and 20s Saturday and Sunday. Um, which, you know, my guess is most mushers uh, would consider that a, a welcome change from 20 below, but maybe some of them like that cold. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of the teams that are going to be running, um, I'm not sure if, if Raymond Alexi has confirmed, but he, uh, he, you know, scratched on this mid-distance race, but he has generated a ton of buzz in the world of sprint racing. Are a lot of eyes still on Raymond Alexi for this race? Is or are there any other confirmed mushers that you're excited about that uh, that are generating some buzz here ahead of the race? Well, yeah, I mean uh, Raymond is the defending Bogus Creek 150 champion, so he's uh, mm-hmm. and you know he had uh, a tough race a couple of weeks ago, but he's he's still one of the guys to beat. There's no question. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, you know, uh, Jason Pavel is in the race. He was, uh, in the midst of an excellent run in the K 300. Um, so, you know, that's another really strong team. Um, but I think the thing that's really interesting about the, um, the bogus Creek 150 now that we've split it off from the K 300, uh, as a standalone event, you have some teams that are really competitive, uh, and successful in the K 300, like Pete Kaiser, and Richie Deal, um, competing against teams who don't compete uh, at, at that distance of 300 miles. And so it's kind of this interesting middle ground where um, some smaller kennels who don't do 300 or 1,000-mile races uh, have, yeah, have the ability to compete really, uh, really well against um, teams like Pete and Richie's. Um, and so I think, you know, there's there any number of teams in this race who are going to be competitive. Um, and it's going to be uh, – it's always an interesting one to watch. Well, speaking of 1,000-mile races like the I did around there, um, being postponed till February 10th, is that kind of – has that kind of pulled some of these I did around racers maybe out of the field and kind of, kind of changed the, the dynamic of the bogus, or would, is – that likely to not have much of an effect that it's closer coming closer to the Iditarod this year. Um, yeah, you know, hard for me to say, uh, not being one of those Iditarod mushers, but, um, yeah, I mean, certainly the, the timeline gets uh, more complicated for them the closer you get to Iditarod. And so I'm sure there are lots of details there, uh, on their mind. So talking about the the history you mentioned about the uh, when it used to be this all out all the all three races crammed into one weekend, um, if you could educate me on that, when did that end? Well, the first year we changed it was uh, 2021, and and that was it was done then as part of our COVID mitigation. Um, and uh, what we found is that uh, it really kind of uh, shed a, a new light on the Bogus Creek 150 and, um, you know, they generated more excitement around that particular race. And really the biggest thing is that we had 
much greater participation um, because, you know, now we're not splitting local mushers between three races. Uh, you know, they're, they're able to just choose between the Akiak Dash and the K300 and then more of them uh, when it's two weeks apart are, are able to also do the Bogus Creek 150. For many years, we had fewer than 10 teams in the Bogus Creek 150, sometimes as few as six or seven, I think. Um, so this is, uh, you know, it was kind of a happy accident to find that, you know, not only could we get more participation and, and more teams getting uh, paid by what's uh, one of the biggest purses in the sport, um, and that's the Bogus Creek 150 is, is one of the biggest purses in the sport, um, we, uh, we also just had a, you know, spectators really enjoyed it too, because it was another weekend of racing. And, uh, you know, like I said, it just had a, a new, uh, light cast upon it. Yeah. So I'm guessing there's probably not a push to cram them all back together again. It sounds like there's probably, is there support within the K300 race committee and the mushers and the, the fans, you think, for just keeping it going forward with this way? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, I occasionally hear from a longtime fan who misses having all three of them on the same weekend. And, and you know, I understand that. There's, so, uh, you know, uh, a slightly uh, diminished level of excitement K300 weekend. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think mushers really appreciate splitting them up and having the opportunity to, to uh, race more, you know, basically. It's... Uh, and and from a management perspective, we we love doing it this way. It's just uh, for all the reasons I said, it seems to really um, really be better in, in in most regards. Yeah, well, in regards to providing uh, more mushrooms, the opportunity to get this, this significantly large race purse um, is this seventy five thousand dollar purse the largest bogus purse that that's been seen. Yeah, for for several years it's been at sixty thousand, and as, as I'm sure you guys are aware, we we were able to increase all of our purses this year, um, and so yeah, at seventy five thousand um, dollars, boy, off the top of my head, I think that makes it the uh, at least some in some recent years it would have been the third biggest purse in dog mushing. Um, the first, of course, the biggest purse is at Diderot. Second is K three hundred and um, yeah, in recent years, uh, like even the conquest purses have been lower than that. Um, so it's a, that's, that's part of the, the thing that occurred to us here is that this is a, it's a big time race. Um, and so giving it its own, uh, its own weekend seems, seems justified. <laughs> that's great. Anything you think I didn't cover here, Paul? Uh, no, you know, uh, I guess I'll just add that the race starts at 3 p.m. on Saturday, um, and we will have GPS trackers, and we'll be um, in partnership with KYUK. We'll be live streaming as much as we can, and I, I urge spectators to be kind and patient with, uh, with regard to live streaming. It's really challenging to do with new technology out in the cold, um, and so it, it doesn't work all the time. Uh, but it's really exciting that we're able to do it most of the time. Um, and so, yeah, uh, visit uh, kyuk.org uh, and on Facebook and k300.org and on Facebook and uh, enjoy another race weekend.
Awesome. Yeah, all the media people and their technology won't be getting flash frozen as much this weekend, it sounds like. so. Yeah, hopefully it won't be, be as challenging. Yeah. A little more laid back in that regard. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us and filling us in on the bogus. Everyone is excited in Bessel and in the mushing community around the world. I'm sure people will be paying attention. So thanks for joining us, Paul Basil, the race manager for the K300. Thank you, Evan. Always a pleasure. That's K300 race manager Paul Basil speaking with KYUK's Evan Erickson. Join us Monday to hear from the winners of this weekend's Bogus Creek 150 sled dog race. This is Coffee at KYUK.